Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the most impressive pompadour in anime? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I am fine and wonderful. We are at Podcast Movement. I was going to say, how do you feel looking at me? Yeah, it's weird. Literally, like, like face to face. Uh, ironing board distance away from each other. Yes, we are um, sitting in our hotel room at Podcast Movement. A couple of cold, frosty ginger beers in front of us, ready to be cracked open uh, on top of an ironing board because this is our only, like, table surface. So, yeah, pretty much. The recorder is sitting here between us, betwixt us. Yeah, let's go ahead and crack these real quick. Let's start with a crack. Yeah, it's like sweaty, though. I know. Wood. <laughs> Afraid I'm going to drop it. Oh, my God. That was so nice. I'm going to wait to sniff until you get yours. Okay. We'll do a sniff together. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Oh, it smells like fish. It smells... Mine smells sweet. What the fuck? Well, it's not ginger beer. It's ginger ale. Well, it smells like fish. <laughs> well, it's hey. supposed to be ginger ale, but it says ginger soda. Ginger soda. So let's let's go. do this. It's just ginger. I don't know if I like this one. <laughs> it's not... I, this is not what I was promised when I was told about this before. Yeah, no. Um, It's... It's alright. It's okay. Um, Are you cracking into a topa chica instead? I'm going to grab a topo in a minute here, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just going to get a Dr. Pepper. I'll have a little bit more, though. Hang on. I'll probably I'll probably finish this just out of respect for the soda, but... I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> it's not great. All it is is it's just burning my nose. <laughs> so. Hey, Robert. Hi. So... I have a question for you. Okay. If you could grow hair okay. on only one part of your body mm-hmm. for the rest of time, and okay. the rest of you is just bald as a newborn. Just sheared. Sheared. Okay. Shorn. Shaved. Okay. It doesn't change the way your hair grows. Like, you would still grow the same beard. Yeah. You'd still grow the same hair, same eyebrows. Yeah. But you just have it in one place just as opposed one. to everywhere else. <laughs> yes. I would I would probably just keep the beard scruff area. Just the beard? Yep. I would just let everything else be just smack like a newborn, <laughs> fresh, but keep this so that I can still be older looking. Still stroke it when you're thinking. Well, because I went to think about it, and I was like, yeah, like, I would miss this. Just like, mm. <laughs> would like, miss this. Like, you can't be all Kill Bill, you know. Yeah. Nope. If, you know, you just got it on, on like, you know, the top of your head. Yeah. You could pet it like and a like, raccoon. nobody wants... I'm, like, kind of grossed out by just, like, full-blown, like, blankets of chest hair. <laughs> I love a blanket of chest hair. Like the Sean Connery style? Yeah. The Robin Williams style? Yeah. The Austin Powers style? Carve <laughs> yes. it into a heart. Okay. Um, yeah, see, I wouldn't want that. Definitely not the back hair. <laughs> I don't know that I want to go full Dave Chappelle and, you know, just just ball hair only. Oh my god. But, no, it, just just here. I would totally do the Mr. Clean Would you? Would you leave this. draw your eyebrows on? Or just go Voldemort with it? You know, I didn't think about that. I'd probably draw them on. Yeah? Just like, I'd sharpie. probably have to, just to look somewhat normal. Just a microblading. When I went out. Like a hollow man. Oh my god, gross. Remember? Because, like, he's got the little mask, but when he goes out, he draws the, like... I do not remember that All part. that stuff on? Yeah, well, I mean, I watched it not too long ago. Oh, okay. But, like, he has that latex mask that he makes, right? Yeah. And when he goes out, he, like, draws, like, kind of lips and, like, 
takes like a colored pencil and does like eyebrows. Okay. Because then, like, he doesn't look normal by any means. No. But it's normal enough that if you just glance, you're like, oh, you know, there's eyebrows. Okay. Like, like you wouldn't go, ooh, Voldemort. Oh. You know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Okay, fine. Where would you grow hair? For women, it's easy. I would keep the hair on my head. <laughs> you're not like mm, elbows. Mm, elbow hair. Would love to just have like a long, luscious lock of elbow hair. Just like wave them in the wind <laughs> and stuff, you know. Get some flag going. Yeah. No. Uh, I. This question came to me because we saw this character in a car that was like his hair was mismatched. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I was just thinking, like, I wonder if he could only grow hair on the one part of his body. Yeah. Because he was, he was pretty hairy, but in just yeah. the one spot. Yeah. Did you see the guy here at Podcast Movement? If, you know, because, I mean, he'll know who he is. Okay. <laughs> if you're ever listening to this, I'm not making fun. I was just like, what a stylized... Like, I know you haven't watched the Marvel movies, but, like, right. Tony, Tony Stark, like, yeah. his, like, goatee... You, it's never going to grow that way. It is styled yeah. that way. You know? This guy had a styled thing. Like a beard? Yeah. All right. You ready? Okay. So it came down here. Down the jaw. And then went straight this way. Oh, toward the mouth. Then down <laughs> and then connected. <laughs> like a ventriloquist dummy. So, like, not a chin strap all the way here, right? Okay. Like, it came to the goatee ending area just went straight up like mid cheek like mid cheek and then just straight then, out to the earlobes and then <laughs> and, and then like back to where it goes okay like a square though i don't I, yeah it that's... was like reminiscently wolverine-ish okay kind of was it just like a pencil thin line or was it like full oh it was thick okay it was like a good half inch thick all right it's like whoosh, just whoosh. working it <laughs> yeah hair is a weird thing hair is a weird thing uh, I had a dream that you answered that question that you would keep your butt hair <laughs> and you would braid it. Oh my god. And then just like, now I'm just like, because that's like dwarf height. Oh my god. You know? And that's what I would turn around and use for when I was playing D&D now. Just pretend you're a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh my god. Yeah, no. I would not keep butt hair. Okay. Butt hair's not nice. This has nothing to do with hair. All right. But I forgot to tell you this, like, the past show or two, mm -hmm. I needed to tell you now. Okay. I can tell you now. Now? I saw another movie when we went to old. Oh, like, did you do a double feature? It was, like, just, like, around the same time. Okay. Um, something made me think of it, and I was like, did that movie ever come out? Yeah. And it came out, like, a month ago. Okay. Shit. And it's, like, gone now. So... <laughs> Like, you're hearing this now, you're not going to be able to go see it. Like, it was leaving the Friday that we saw it before. Okay. Because you know how, like, Fridays when the new movies come out and, like, you can kind of see what's going to be kept for the next week. Yeah. This movie was going to be gone. Okay. So we went and saw Zola. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I forgot about that movie. You remember Zola? Yeah. The stripper girl. Right. Who goes out with that lady. It was a whole, like, Twitter thread that yeah. was, was bought because it was fucking wild. Yeah. And they turned it into a movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's getting, like, Oscar buzz. Oh, my God. What? And I saw it, and I'm like, that's an Oscar, like, best picture movie right shit, there. Shit. I have to see it. Like, it was so good. I wonder if it's available on, like... Hulu or As something. As of then, no. Okay. Oh, wait, no. It's on Amazon Prime, and oh, you can buy it. Okay. Because I was talking about it to somebody at work, and they were like, can I watch it anywhere? And I was yeah. like, no. And they go, it's on Amazon. It's 20 bucks. Okay. So they were going to watch it. So me and Taylor went to see it that night, and these two people from work were going to watch it that night. Yeah. And I lean over at one point, and I was like, they're seeing what we're seeing <laughs> right now. Okay. There is a sequence in the movie that is nothing but dongs, man. Oh, okay. Just just pulling down boxer after boxer after boxer of all the people that come in to sleep with the one girl because they're pimping this girl out. Yeah. And so it's like all the people she sleeps with in the night. <laughs> See like unsheathed penis after one, uh, one after another? Yeah. Okay. But... One of them is tumorous. Oh, no. I don't... 
humorous. I don't want to hear about it. And you just, you're not really set up for this moment. Okay. It just kind of starts happening. And it happens the one scene. But Do they talk about it? No. You just see it. Because it's a musical montage of, like, their evening. Oh, my God. Okay. But it's her, like... Pulling down this set, and you just see that one, then this one, and then there's one. She pulls it down, and it's got like elephantitis. Oh my god! <laughs> and then it's followed by like creepy old white dude, like sex faces. Ew! Like them, like finishing up. I hate that and stuff. It's like a whole un- very uncomfortable scene. Okay. And I'm like, I get it though, because the whole point is zola's in the back of the room and she just has to stand in there while this is happening so we're feeling what she feels standing in the room where this is happening great you know yeah um one of the big lines from that movie that is so good is uh she'll voice over it and just go and then they started having sex it was gross (laughs) there's so many people that just start having sex around her and she's like and it was gross okay uh yeah that movie looks like an absolutely wild ride are there any famous people in it um elvis's granddaughter what is (laughs) is the crazy white girl that's is that lisa marie presley it's her daughter okay no wait i think it is her i would recognize a picture of her yeah because uh my co-worker was like that's blah 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 and I was like why do you know this and she was like I don't know she had like a brief singing career right I think so I feel like I saw her on something or other so Lisa Marie Presley is like Elvis's daughter yeah and then this is her daughter okay it feels um, like Elvis was so long ago yeah yeah she doesn't look like Lisa Marie yeah she looks I don't know she looks like somebody she looks like Anne Hathaway but different kind of um, she was very good at being a super white trash girl. <laughs> she did it very well. But that movie is superb. Okay. Like, I think everyone should watch it just to go, this is real. Like, yeah. things like this happen. And it's, it's like a very funny movie. Okay. Mixed in with bouts of like, uh-oh, like, that's a little real. So, what what would you categorize it? Like, a comedy it's definitely a comedy. Okay. I think. Uh, I mean, like, so they even have a moment where apparently after all the Twitter stuff came out. Yeah. The girl that did all the crazy shit, she did a Reddit post, like, responding back and trying to, like, defend herself what? on it. And so, ha- like, there's a part in the movie where, because it's at Zola is the movie. Yeah. And then they go, at Stephanie. And then they, like, let her take over the movie for a bit. Okay. And she's like, I don't know what she was talking about. I was a wholesome Christian girl that never <laughs> wanted to do anything wrong. Okay. And she's like, and all the guys liked me. It's not my fault that they didn't want to sleep with her. She made one dollar. Okay. Because <laughs> they loved me. And it's like, that kind of goes against your point. Like, you're the Christian girl that wouldn't do this, but, oh, they liked you, so you made all the money sleeping with all the dudes, you know? Sure, sure. Like, and it's a, like, five-minute scene in it. Yeah. But they just kind of reference the fact that there was, like, a follow-up to stuff. Okay. (laughs) And it doesn't end where the tweets do, so you don't really get the ending of the story. Okay. Which I find weird. I never finished the Twitter thread. I was like, this is too wild, and I cannot hang on for this ride, so... Like, so the pimp dude that they're with, like, he murders somebody. Shit. Like, while they're there. So he basically sends them all to, like, lie low. Yeah. And then he's gonna, like, come back for Zola and use her for stuff again. Okay. But he gets arrested, and he's got, like, life in prison right now. Because he had kidnapped, like, 16 people. He's murdered, like, six people. Oh, my God. And she, like accidentally got involved with this. Yeah, how do you just get wrapped up in that? That feels scary. Like, it could yeah. happen to anybody, you know? She just met a girl, and she's like, hey, you want to come make some money with me? And she's like, alright, like, one night of dancing. And then it turned into this. Yeah, fuck that. It's a good movie. Okay. I think it's worth a watch. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I've been interested in the story. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Alright. But when they're showing the weenies... <laughs> the weenies. <laughs> um, every single one that was shown, Taylor would just scream. She's like, oh! No! No! <laughs> and everyone in the theater would laugh harder and harder as Taylor's screaming no. 
there were six people total when we went to see it. It was wow. like us two, another group of two, and then two more down there. Okay. Uh, not many people. Yeah, but that's just kind of like post-COVID, mid-COVID yeah. theater vibes. I think it was just because it was this movie. Oh, that too? Because we, when we went saw Old, that was like packed. Really? Yeah. Wow. When, when I saw Fast 9, or F9, whatever. Yeah. Packed. Okay. You know, like, people go to, like, the big ones. Yeah. But I feel like that was, like you said, you kind of forgot. Yeah. And I knew about it, but I didn't know it came out. The marketing for that movie, like, fell off. I saw Like one... when COVID hit. Yeah. yeah, I saw one commercial for it. It was on Twitter, so yeah, uh, yeah. Like once once COVID hit, it was like mm, we don't know that movie anymore. So uh, very good. I can see why they would call that Oscar material. Okay, it's just it's it's artsy in spots, With which all is the really cool. Of the penises, like there's a scene where she's kind of like trying to meditate and zone out. Of what's going on around her. Yeah. And it's just this cool, like, it. everything kind of fades away, and it's just these, like, colors, and it's kind of just, like, her mind trying to find peace, kind of. Like, it's just a very show-type movie, you know? Like, yeah. How can we get across that's what she's doing? So it's like, this is how we're going to show it. Like, that's very artsy. Yeah. Know? It sounds like a good movie. I liked it. Two thumbs up from Robert. Oh, yeah. No tumors, though. <laughs> okay. So like we mentioned at the top of the episode, we are at... Uh, podcast convention right now it's called podcast movement 2021 in nashville and we're basically just learning about the art of podcasting honing our craft um we've been to a bunch your of first classes. convention yeah my first convention um it's going okay <laughs> as far as like man it's it's so everything's so weird just being in covid times like so let's talk the convention first yeah what do you think of a convention? Because I will say, having been to, like, a Comic-Con, mm-hmm. Anime Fest, all that stuff, this is, like, the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, whenever I think of convention, I think about, like, how you were describing the showroom floor, just, like, packed full of people, yeah. shoulder to shoulder, people in big costumes, walking around, seeing a bunch of different stuff, things to buy. This is not really that... I mean, there is yeah. a showroom floor. They have, like, some microphones on display. They have different companies here peddling their goods. Um, you know, audio software people <clears throat> hosting websites that are just trying to, like, get the business of young podcasters. Yeah. It's cool. Like, I'm I'm definitely having a good time. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. So. I guess it just feels like a normal convention because it's really, it's just all people with the same mindset yeah. in one place kind of thing, you know? That's the fun thing for me is, like, knowing that everybody else here is kind of doing similar things to what we're doing, you know? Just having yeah. like-minded people in the room together. I will say, though, it feels like we're in, like, the minority of people here. Yeah. Because it's, like... I'd say probably 20% of the people here are actual podcasters. Everyone yeah. else is somebody that, like, runs a podcast, hosts a podcast, advertises on a podcast, but they do not... They don't do the full suite like yeah. we do. They they are one piece of, like, a five-part cog that yeah. creates the final thing. Yeah, we are, like, a two-person team. We do everything tip to tail from like recording to getting guests to editing and producing and mixing and doing the social media and publishing it's all us <laughs> so yeah. everyone here is just kind of like yeah I'm a podcast editor or I'm a podcast host and it's just it's funny to see like I was under the impression that every podcaster kind of did it like we do kind of and it's surprising to me that that's not as true yeah, like, these people that are just editors, they're like, you know, my people give me bad audio. How do I go about resolving what they provide me? Yeah. And it's like, you're not there? Like, you don't, like, sound check them before? Like, yeah, it sounds very fragmented the way some of these places do it. Right. But I think a lot of these places are, like, a business where it's like, well, this isn't where we make our money. This is going to supplement the bigger business. Yeah. Well, I actually work for Verner's. We make money from soda. Right. But we made a podcast about soda to draw more people in. It makes money, but that's not the business. This is the business. Yeah, the podcast. The podcast is supplementary. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what I'm getting from a lot of these people here. It is a lot of, like, 
people that have a business plan that are learning how to create a podcast to invite more people into their business, basically. Yeah. Which, that's cool, but... Which, actually, when I was first looking for another job back in the day... Yeah. I was told about one place that their whole thing was they were trying to do a podcast for, like, payroll stuff. Okay. And I was like, I can do that. Yeah. You know? And now I'm like, man, I really wish I kind of had nailed that because yeah. I'd have been doing this much, like, <laughs> like, like a fifth of the overall work, I think. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's kind of how it feels. I, uh, yeah, it was a big, it's a big surprise to me to know that, like, not everybody does a podcast tip to tail like yeah. us. But on top of that, you know, we're seeing all this stuff and we're seeing a lot of people here. A lot of people. Is there anything you've noticed about the people at this convention? Ain't nobody masking up. Is there anything you've noticed about people outside of the convention that we've seen? Ain't nobody masking up. I'm pretty sure we said this on the one before we came, that this was like a hot spot for the Delta variant. Yeah. Um, It's been so weird to be here. Like, so when we... When we got the tickets for Podcast Movement, of course, it was in 2020 pre-COVID because we bought these tickets two years ago. They moved the convention a couple of times, rescheduled it. And now when it was finally like, oh, the light at the end of the tunnel, we have vaccines being distributed and things are looking up. It was like, now it's time to have an in-person convention. And literally the day we left, they were like... Delta variant and it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, like a couple where days where you're going. Yeah. And then a couple days into the convention, they were like, "Oh, Delta Plus is here." Oh like my God. that's a new variant that we all have to worry about. And so there's restrictions now coming down again across the US that are like everybody inside needs to wear a mask. And there's signs all over the convention that says all guests are recommended to wear a mask regardless of vaccination status. Yeah. And nobody is wearing one. Like, maybe 5% of the people here? Yeah, because we even went to that little, like, mixer shindig thing. Yeah, there was, like, a little cocktail party, and... And even then, like, there were some people in masks. Yeah. There were. There were a couple. Like, it was a partially indoor, partially outdoor party. It was on this big, like, patio veranda thing. Yeah. And we decided, let's go outside. One, because the band was so loud and we couldn't network. Yeah. (laughs) And two, because, you know, it's harder to spread COVID when you're outside. So. Yeah. But even then, I'd say about 5%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just not many. A lot of the speakers are. And actually, so day one, Uh they were like, if anybody talks into a microphone. You've got to have a mask. Put your mask on. Yeah. And so you'd see people. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, and then they put it on, and then they yeah. do stuff. There was a woman who was talking into a microphone and a mask, and she was like, actually, I hate this mask, and went to go pull it off. And the presenter was like, do not remove your mask. Yeah, and, and like, she goes, okay. I thought they were going to tackle her. Well, days two, three, and four, everyone... Like, I'm pretty sure one guy was just like... Just I know. licked it and was like... Oh, and just like... <laughs> it, like, it became... Not, just go wild with Yeah, it. like, people don't seem to care and it's like the false sense of security and hope I think like I feel safe-ish because I'm vaccinated and I trust the science behind it Yeah, but I know that there are breakthrough breakthrough infections that are happening in the vaccinated individuals so I'm still going to wear a mask Yeah, and it's it's not even limited to the convention like people in the hotel because we're at a Gaylord Hotel while we're doing this and um, people that are just like walking around in the atrium are just not masking up and there's a lot of conventions here like there's that police convention there was like an author and dragons convention downstairs there's our convention there's there's several things happening and it's just like a and then just people on vacation like there's just a lot of people here yeah and i saw one family where it was a family of five the mom and the dad three kids one of the children was in a mask okay and the smart one none of the family was in a mask and i'm like why why? What's the function of, like, I don't know if you put your child in the mask. Maybe she's at risk or something. Yeah. But if you have one person who's not masked up and you go home with that person who is masked and then you unmask when you're indoors, what's the point? Like, you're yeah. going to, anything that was spread to you without your mask on, you're going to spread to your child once they take their mask off. Yeah. It's all very weird. So, 
speaking to that, when we go back home, uh-huh. you know, Texas, we've got three counties that are real bad right now. Stage five. Uh, so Taylor had told me that now at PetSmart, uh, the groomers have to wear their masks while they're working again, yeah. which was like what happened when it all really first started. Yeah. And they were going to be extending their hours. They have pulled back on that even. Okay. Like, protocols are happening. Yeah, that's the same with Richard's office. Like, I called him yesterday, and he was like, it feels like it's happening all over again. Like, we're putting masks on again indoors, and I had to rearrange all the desks so my associates can, you know, exist at a way that is safe for them in the office. There's just swaths of people that are out because they have COVID or they've been testing and they're not sure whether or not yeah. they have it. It really feels regressive. Yeah, it feels like everybody got a stick in the arm and they were like, okay, we're done now. Now it's time to lick doorknobs and kill, like, I, I just... <laughs> it's... It's a lot. It's like children, man. Like, they yeah. just think they don't have to follow it for too long. I know. And it sucks. It would be nice if we could just, like, shut down for two weeks like New Zealand did when all this started. If we could just shut the whole nation down for two weeks and have government support for everybody who can't make it work, you know, Mm -hmm. have food provided to the citizens, have, you know, paychecks provided to those who are out of work. It would be nice. We could get over it real quick, but alas, people are going to continue to walk in the streets and be like, you can't muzzle me. I know. Don't you can't tell me what to do, you sheep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's so, been, yeah. It's been wild. It's It's been wild to see. They do have, uh, like, a button system here, which I think is cool. I don't know if it's been effective yeah. for anybody. So they have, like, buckets that are, like, if you want to follow all the COVID protocols, you don't want people looking at you or touching you, <laughs> pick a red button. If you're, like, cautious, you're going to mask up and do elbow bumps and not really, like, talk super close to unmasked people, you can get a yellow button. If you are just like fucking lick Hug my me. tongue. <laughs> and a green button. Yeah. And I have seen like the first day, I saw everybody in a button. And it was like pretty much 50-50 <clears throat> on the green and yellow. Pretty, I never saw a red one. I never saw a red. And uh, since then, the buttons have kind of disappeared. And so have the masks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you know, well, we're all like-minded. We're all probably as cautious, so we can just do what we want. Yeah. Weird so, times. Yeah, it's, it's been interesting to see. Yeah, so when we go back home, it's going to be another fucking lockdown. And probably so. It feels weird to be, like, in this, like, liminal space of COVID does and does not exist, you know? Like, yeah. People, there's people that still believe that it was a hoax and that it never happened, and there's people that believe it's a government-distributed hoax, that it is happening, but the government's controlling it, and there's people who just, like, forgot that it's a thing. Yeah, they were like, oh, that was last year, like, what? Still yeah, that was, it's 2021, ain't no COVID up in here, but... What? Nope, still going on, guys, Things so... can't live that long. Uh, just advice to our listeners, I think you and I are on the same page when we can say, wear your mask, be cautious, don't go out if you don't need to go out. Don't lick other people's faces. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just go back to like April times. Like, just yeah. stay home, just play your video games, be chill again, be cautious, be careful, be cognizant. Yeah. So anyway, not feeling much better. <laughs> just a brief touch. Uh huh. So we actually recorded something for this show. Yeah. About Steven Universe Future, because so we watched it. We did, and it was we were going to record just like a little 15, 20-minute snippet, like, what did you think about it? And it <laughs> turned into so much more. It blossomed. <laughs> it blossomed and bloomed. Um, so the full, just in-depth review is on Patreon for our Zeitgeist tier. Just go ahead and bundle that in kind of with the full Steven one that we did of just the original show, so we kind of threw that in there, but just to kind of sum it up again, are you happy that you watched it? I uh, am happy that I watched it. I am not happy that I had to suffer through it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm happy that it exists because it's at the end of the day, it is more Steven. Yeah. And Steven... Even through 
hard stuff like this has good things to say. Fully, yeah. There's great things to come from it. It is just not an enjoyable experience. No. And a quick note, I've seen in the Discord, again, somebody go, yep, I get Robert vibes Yeah. from the end of that. And I don't know if that is a good thing to hear. I don't think it is. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is good to hear from people. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're like the main guy in the show, which sounds nice at first, but sure. all it does is make people cry. <laughs> so it's like, mm, maybe not a good compliment. Yeah. I just you see, know? I see a lot of reflections of you in Steven. I think that, you know, you're, you're the kind of friend who wants to be there for everybody and you're the one who wants to be the stable place that people can go to. Yeah. And that's exactly what Steven Universe is. Yeah. Thankfully, because uh, I did have some wild dreams last night, wasn't broadcasting them to the TV and shit. <laughs> Nothing too wild. Thank goodness. Although, lately they've all just been, like, horrible podcast things going wrong kind of things. I hate those dreams. <laughs> so terrible. But, yeah. Man. So, yeah, if you are a patron in the Zeitgeist tier, uh, you can go out there now. Steven Universe Review, Steven Universe Future Review is fully available to all of y'all. You know what? So, we kind of have the Olympics on in the background here. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, the women's volleyball team for the U.S. just won gold, I think. Oh, yeah, they did. That's amazing. That's, like, the coolest thing ever. These girls are so tall. Dude, yeah, they're, like, they're, like, six foot five. Amazon ladies. So we haven't been, like, watching a lot. We've just no. kind of had it on the back because there's literally nothing else on. Yeah, we just had it kind of, this like, TV. happening. But we learned of a new sport. I guess it's a sport? Oh my God, you guys. So it's power walking. Olympic power walking. <laughs> there's an Olympic event for walking fast. Not running. <laughs> like... Keeping under a certain speed. Is it like under a certain enough. speed? Or is it... I was thinking about this today. So maybe the thing is like... Because when you're running, there's yeah. points when both of your feet leave the ground. And you're just like floating over the air for a minute, you know? Okay. So maybe Olympic power walking requires that you have to have one foot on the ground at all times. Okay. Because these these guys, man, they have... There's this like specific motion that Waddle. they do. <laughs> Like, a sachet. They look like mall walkers. And I love it. <laughs> it's a very specific maneuver. Like it's it's like a weird dance. Yeah, like it's a real like lumba samba yeah. kind of a thing. Is the hips really get going? And I don't think these guys are wearing underwear. <laughs> I don't think so because there's a guy who was in the lead, and I'm just like, Kelsey, do you see <laughs> what I see? And it wasn't so bad at first, but then they go to, like, the refresher station, yeah. and they just dump water on themselves. Yeah, they get, like, cups of water and just, like, douse themselves. And, and like, it's just wet t-shirt contest, but for bicycle shorts on a dude. It's so much. <laughs> it was a lot. And the dude is just, like, his little gyrating hips going at maximum speed, and that, that, that uh, you know piece of meat flopping around in between like them. piece of meat is the word the <laughs> phrase this dude was packing it looked it looked sausage yeah man. like a, a full breakfast link it was it was a and lot. i mean it's like just slapping his thighs <laughs> you could almost hear it like it was, it was yeah because like we're watching this now basically on mute so we're yeah. watching power walking on mute and I mean, you can just, you can imagine the sound of these wet bicycle shorts and just this, <laughs> as this guy's walking around. And I'm like, should that be enough to get you disqualified from the event? It's yeah. like, yo, distracting. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. I think it was providing him some like extra lift or something because he was, he was ahead of everybody else. Yeah. I think it was like providing momentum. That was keeping like his balance just right you know <laughs> the pendulum swings i will see if i can find like a youtube clip of it but it was i know that somewhere like on reddit or s some website somebody was like you see this shit yeah like i'm sure we're not the only ones who want to point that thing yeah out. there has to be a meme of it somewhere 
That was a sight. Yeah, that was... Um, and I've never heard of that event before. No, me either. I kind of wonder if it's new, and now it might be my new favorite sport. <laughs> it's just... Men's power walking. Very strange to watch. Yeah, I loved it, though. Um, so Speaking of Olympic Games, Summer Games, Blizzard, uh, there's a lot of sponsors pulling out yeah. after the recent controversies that Blizzard has uh, brought to the surface... Yeah, I saw an article today that Coca-Cola and State Farm pulled out of the Overwatch League. Yeah, and those are, like, big-name sponsors. I mean, it's fucking Coca-Cola. Yeah. That is huge. If Coke doesn't want your business, like, yikes. Like, I read that today and was like, is this the end of Overwatch League? Because it's probably going to get way smaller. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like they're going to have to... Even, like, prize money will probably be cut drastically. And it sucks for those kids who, like, moved from Korea to Texas to try to make it work on a video game dream, basically. Yeah. I feel bad for them because, I mean, for the most part, Overwatch League players have been pretty clean. Like, there's not a lot of controversies coming out about them. Yeah. There was some stuff with Sinatra and there was some stuff with XQC, but, like... Everyone hates that dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, for, I feel I feel bad for like, you know, the innocent children because they are children. Yeah. What they range from like fifteen and up. I think fourteen sometimes. I don't even know, man. They're pretty young. I haven't watched in so long, but like, yeah, they're they're kids and they're just trying to like make a living off of playing video games, and it's not their fault that Blizzard is a fucking garbage dumpster fire of a yeah. company. I don't know if you can look at, like, the company and the league separate. You yeah. Know, because the league is very good. It's, you know, got its own, like, hosts and its own, like, cult. You know, because it's but, really, like, its own thing. But it's tied very closely to your product. Yeah, and there was actually, like, allegations, too, among the employees who work the, the shows for Overwatch Sports League. <clears throat> okay. About, like, just problems within that as well. I haven't read specifics into it because I am mentally exhausted reading <laughs> any kind of news like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there, there's been some trouble in the Overwatch League um, as far as behind the desk goes. And, of course, there's the whole thing with Hong Kong that never really got resolved. Yeah, that that's like COVID. Yeah. We just thought, well, it's old, so old it doesn't news. matter now. Nobody remembers Hong Kong. See, so. I don't know if it's just the way the world is that we do move so fast. Yeah. That it's like, if we can just kind of like suppress a fire for now, yeah. give it like three months, and we're on to something new, and then we don't have to fix it. It's the 24-hour news cycle, but like just on a more extended term. Yeah. I kind of expected them to come out and be like, Overwatch 2 is coming out next week, <laughs> just to like release it real just, quick. Yeah, and kind of distract us. Yeah. Give us something. But now I also kind of wonder, like, are they going to have to postpone Overwatch 2 if they're going to, like, run out of money to create it with this fucking lawsuit they're having to deal with and all the sponsors pulling out? That's true. But but then again, how much money does Blizzard have in the Overwatch League? I have no idea. I feel like it's a huge part of their revenue. Yeah. Well, is it a huge part of their expenses, I guess? Yeah. You know? Because I feel like with the leagues like that, most of it comes from sponsor stuff to put it on. So yeah. that's why I was like, I wonder if they just go, yeah, there's no season next year. Yeah, who knows? Or, well, we have this much left over from it, so go from like a prize, like a grand prize of a million dollars to $100,000. Yeah. Which split between a whole team, what, eight people, because you got a coach, five players, six players. Six players, I mean, like... Plus their backups. I think they have, like, bench players that they still... Yeah, in. so what? Each person leaves with $7,000, maybe? Yeah, and that's not worth it. Especially to move from another country and be away from your family and live here? And they train. Like, they they live in a house with their teammates and train constantly. Yeah. It's a huge stressor on these kids. They've come out before and said, like, wow, we're putting them through way too much. And some of them have quit for mental health problems. Yeah. So, it's... Gonna be interesting what that means. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not excited for that. No, me either. Like, I I love Overwatch as a game, but it's 
hard to support it right now when it has Blizzard behind it. Just a raging fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean... There's almost nobody that's good right now. No. Really, the only company... I mean, I'm not going to say the only company, because that's like a publisher. But like, in video games right now, Microsoft is kind of on top. Because Sony's catching a whole bunch of shit. Are they? Well, so, you know, they are doing something with Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And they're doing, like, a PlayStation 5 kind of upgrade with, like, a whole new island to explore and stuff. So it's like a little upgrade and, like, kind of a DLC. But they're going to charge people, like, full-blown game price again. Uh, what? To, like a DLC? To, like, pretty it up and, like, a little bit of DLC. Wow. And so Sony's catching a bunch of shit. Yeah, that sucks. But Sony's on top. So they think they can do that right now. Yeah. Which is what everybody does when they're on top. Yeah. When they're on top, they think we can't do wrong because people just fucking love us. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft is going the opposite way of trying to just cater to what everybody wants all the time. Yeah. And they're seen as like the saints right now. Pretty you know? much. I mean, I'm sure there, there's always something. In a company that big, there is literally always something. Yeah. So... But, I mean, I have seen a lot more, like, game delays lately. With yeah. people, like, you know, we want to make sure. And the statement's the same. Like, you almost see, like, a copy-paste yeah. on every single one. But it's like, we want to make sure that our workers are mentally okay to work on the game, to complete the game, that we're not stressing them and all that stuff. Which is something that really needs to happen more in video game industry. Because, like, the the concept of, like, crunch is still... Prevalent. Oh, yeah. Company Crunch does so much damage to employees and mentally and emotionally. Yeah. So. And it's changing kind of the marketing of games right now. Because you used to hear about a game two, three years before it came out. Yeah. When they would say, this is a hard and fast launch date and we will hit this. Yeah. And that doesn't work anymore. No. And really, I kind of want you to just tell me it's coming out next week. Yeah. It's coming out in, like, a month or two. Yeah, like, give me I don't hype. need a year cycle. I'll, I'll be hyped, like, six months in advance. If you guys are on a okay. path, like, yeah. once you finish the game and you're in beta, kind of, yeah. like, testing stuff, then tell me. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to tell me if you announced it three years ago, it's going to affect whether or not you were going to progress with it, like, if we were excited or not on it? Yeah. Probably not. And to bring it back to Blizzard, like, Diablo 4 has, was announced two years ago now, I think, and yeah. I don't think they've even worked on it at all since they announced it. Yeah, it's Overwatch. Yeah. That's their focus, you know. And even Overwatch 2 was announced a long time ago at this point. Yeah. And there's just so much turmoil and shift. It's like, we're still wondering, like, will that game ever actually be a thing? Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I've seen people play it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll even take, like, a not-too-polished thing. Just give me something, you know. As long as the employees are taken care of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in other news, so did you see that there was a deal that South Park just signed? I saw you bring that up today. Did you search for this? No. So I did see that Trey Parker and Matt Stone signed a deal to extend South Park through season 30. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, like, what season are they in right now? It's, it's like, in the 20s. Yeah, I thought they were in maybe, like, season 22. It's, like, the... So, South Park is the second longest-running animated show... Behind The Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah. And The Simpsons is 30 years old. Yeah. But South Park sometimes will have two seasons in a year. Okay. So, it's, like, you can't equate their seasons to how long they've been out. Yeah. Like, it's it's a bit harder with them, because I've seen them do two seasons in the same calendar year. Okay. Because normally you can say, you know, a season a year. So if The Simpsons is 30 years old, they've had 30 seasons. Yeah. And even The Simpsons don't kind of line up with that. Like, they've been around for, like, 32, and they've had, like, 33 seasons so far or something. You know, like, The yeah. Seasons is out passing how old they are now. Okay. That wasn't, like, the biggest deal of this article for me. Did you see the second half where they said they're going to make 14 original made-for-streaming movies exclusive for Paramount Plus? So, I did read that. 14 movies. I don't know that that means South Park movies. Oh, really? 
Because it just says, they signed a deal to extend South Park through season 30 and make oh, yeah. 14 made for streaming movies exclusively exclusively for Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. I would take 14 South Park movies. Would you? Potentially. <laughs> what are they going to make 14 movies But, like, about? here's the thing, though. The movie they released already in, like, 1999. Yeah. During season two of the show. Jesus. It's the only movie I've needed. Yeah. It was good enough. Right. So what are they going to do with 14 more? <laughs> There's, They have two that are coming out in 2021. So that's like in the next five months. Yeah. They're going to drop two whole movies. So really, it could we could finally get a sequel to Team America. Oh which my god. could possibly be pretty good. I would love a sequel to Team America. Right? I love that movie. They did Basketball. Okay, yeah. I mean, we could have... I mean, they've done... A whole bunch of other stuff that's not South Park. Okay. You know, so, I mean, we could get tons of stuff. Like, they've got a movie called, like, Orgasmo, and he's some superhero guy, right? Yeah. Like, they just have weird ideas and movies. Yeah. So, these 14 movies could be 14 different things. Okay, yeah. But one of them needs to be a Team America World Police too. Yes, my God, yes. Because you're telling me we can't think of another way... To dish on the U.S. like that. I want them to make fun of us. Just fucking ream us, guys. (laughs) Get us, Matt and Trey. Like, they do it so good. They do. I love that movie. I never saw it for, like, the longest time. Yeah? And when I finally did, I was like, how could I have never seen this? Yeah, I thought you would would be there, like, at launch for that one. (laughs) I've never seen Basketball still. I haven't either, but... But people have been like, that's your jam. Okay. (laughs) Like, I need to see it. Yeah. You know, like... The way their minds work, I like. Yeah. Because they don't have a filter towards pointing out what is just dumb. You need to see Book of Mormon is what you need to see. I know, and I'm so stoked by that because that was them. Yeah. And they wrote a fucking, like, Broadway musical. Yes, and it's amazing. I know, and I've always wanted to see it. It's literally my one of my... I don't want to say my favorite musical I've ever seen. It's my It's my favorite one that I've seen in person. Okay. So, yeah, watch that one. <coughs> Woo! That ginger caught my bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I tried it, and it, like, it, well, like, went to, like, to halfway down, and then just went, oh, spicy! <laughs> oh. I'm done with, You have had none. I don't want it. It's yeah, so it's bad. Not good. It's not good. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Um, I promise I'm not sick. No. I just got, I just got the burners. Just got, just got the burner vapors. But um, actually, real quick before we scooted on, I wanted to see what they were in because they're pretty high up in the season count. Okay. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just looked it up. That deal mm-hmm. is a nine hundred million dollar deal. Fuck. God, they they're they've got to be so rich. Do they have families? I can't yeah. imagine them being fathers and husbands. Yeah. Dude. <sighs> My God. <sighs> Trey Parker, like, has taken his daughter into the recording booth with him. Oh, my God. And she's, like, recorded lines for South Park with him before. Really? And he's, like, doing that super racist, like, Chinese oh my God. vocal thing. <laughs> and she, like, responds to the character and shit. Like, he has, like, daughters. Okay. Like, they have children. That are probably, like, teenagers or older by now. Jeez. Um, So South Park started in 97, by the way. And it is currently 23 seasons in. My God. And they've signed through season 30. Yeah, so that's... Okay, but their seasons... Like, nine episodes. Oh, is that it? I thought they were, like... real tiny. Long-ass, like, 30. No, because I've gone to buy, like, the Blu-rays and stuff. Yeah. And it's like... I guess it makes sense that the season is like eleven dollars. I'm getting ten episodes. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, okay. I guess that makes sense. The last, like, eight seasons from seventeen forward have been ten episodes apiece. Okay. That's not a lot. So they signed them for essentially seventy more episodes. Yeah. Which is still a lot, but but you know how they make it, right? They do it, like, all in a day, right? Like they Yeah, just get, these, like, like, ten shows is, like, ten full weeks of just nonstop work for them. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they so their shows come out like on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So let's say Wednesday it airs, right? Yeah. Thursday morning they're in the writers' room figuring out what the topic is, and they have to pick what the next show will be Thursday. Then Friday, they've written it that night, like overnight, and they come in, people figure it out, and they start recording like Friday or Saturday. Yeah. And they're sending it to be animated at the same time. Man. And it. Like comes out Wednesday night. I watched a like a there was a mini documentary or something on their production process, and it's so tight. Like, yeah, like they produce it from concept to finished product and airing in seven days. That's nuts to me. Most people like will produce the season like the full season six months before it's ever going to air. Yeah, they're doing it like they probably just finished the final bit of editing, touching up. Probably threw on a new voice line Wednesday morning, and you're going to watch it Wednesday night. That's how they stay timely, though. That's a, that's like a recipe for success. Exactly. I mean, they're hitting... So, actually, I watched a TikTok, guys. Okay. Today, apparently they did one about um, working in an Amazon factory. Oh, God. And it was like one of those React channels. Yeah. I think it was like the one where it's like Teens React or whatever. Yeah. But they had Amazon warehouse workers reacting to the South Park show. Oh, man. <laughs> and one of them was like, did they have a plant in the warehouse? Because this is exactly what it's like. That's rough. And I'm... I really want to watch that episode. Yeah, I would like to see it, too, actually. Just like, to... I really want to find it. I'm sure they hit the nail on the head. Like, apparently they did. Like, they, they were busting out laughing, though. And it's like, because you're so sad? Because <laughs> this one guy was like, yep, that, like, drive back from work and you don't say a single word because you hate everything god like it's bad working for them i already told you how they have 150 percent turnover yeah so i mean it's wild yeah fuck amazon but anyway i kind of was like oh cool they got renewed for like two seasons yeah seven seasons down the road they're booked my god and i mean fox because you know fox got bought by disney Disney even was like, we're only going to give The Simpsons, like, two more, and then we're going to decide whether or not to keep the show moving. Why? <laughs> like, why think about not having it? Yeah, like, it's been, like, the cash cow for Fox for 30 years, right? It's, no. No? I thought it was, like, one of the more the re- culturally relevant. Is, the Simpsons is, like, produced for a loss. Really? Because it's been on for 30 years. You know, you do 30 years of raises for the actors that have been doing the voices. They make, like, astronomical money. Okay. Like, apparently, The Simpsons is not that lucrative. Okay. It's just, we we, we like it. It's like a staple of American culture. Yeah. So we can't get rid of it. God. Well, all Matt Grinning has to do is just travel back in time... And fix the money for the actors. Yeah, pretty much. So, you can keep on making it. But, uh, God bless you, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I fucking love them, dude. Me too. I've loved them since my VHS that I got from Blockbuster of, like, the first three shows of South Park. My God. They had, like, an interview before each show. Oh, really? And they're weird as shit. And yeah. And I was like... Seven. I'm like, Bob, I like these guys. <laughs> fucking strange, Mom. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> I always thought they were gay with each other. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. Like, I truly thought they were like a couple. Oh, my God. From those openings. And then I found out that they had their own families and stuff. And I was like, oh, seven-year-old me did not understand these <laughs> these videos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Fun. All right. Um, one last piece of news. Okay. There, there was uh, an announcement from Nickelodeon that they've greenlit an Avatar The Last Airbender tabletop role-playing game. Cool. I know. Like like Mansions of Madness board game? Like a game game? I, I think like Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. So they're going to have like books that you can play through, different stories, oh, okay. and like character creation sheets and stuff. Okay. And I'm just like mentally going through like... How how you create attacks for like firebenders and waterbenders yeah. and I was gonna say, do you play D and D at all? I have played one campaign. It went for like a year and then you know dissolved as D and D campaigns do. <laughs> yeah, because I 
think that would fit so good in that yeah. style of format. Yeah, absolutely. And like picking your bending type and then yes. what are you proficient in because you know you could be a waterbender but you have a high proficiency in the darker side of it yeah or you could be an earthbender that is not quite like you know your stats aren't quite good for the metal bending yeah which you haven't watched um cora yet right because like basically in cora like those four kids kind of like reinvented bending and by the time Korra comes around like there's whole new types of bending that didn't exist at that oh, time shit I, I really should watch Korra Korra's good I should finish Korra oh right you haven't <clears throat> finished it yeah but well I, I mean we saw um Toph create metal bending in yeah. the old show yes but like for earth bending there's lava bending oh but God. it's but it's different because it's close to water bending because it's a liquid version of earth and you also know? a little bit fire bending yeah so like there's different there's just different like elemental types yeah so i could see you creating Ooh. a sheet where you like kind of veer towards one but you're not so good at another or yeah. you're good at like the, the like staple i really wonder how the dice for it are going to work because they could work on a traditional like d20 system like dungeons and dragons does yeah. or they could do like star wars and they have fate dice which, okay, they're similar to the Mansions of Madness dice, where you yeah. have like successes and fails, and then like neither a success or a fail, but something happens. Yeah. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing the mechanics for that develop. And do you know when it comes out at all? No, I haven't heard anything beyond just it's happening. Okay. So, yeah, I'm gonna be looking into that, and we'll provide an update if I see anything newsworthy on it. That is such like a niche place right now like people are creating games yeah. like board like tabletop games all the time like kickstarter is huge for that kind yes. of thing you yeah. know people are coming up with all kinds of experiences and that one i just think it really lends itself with the kind of games that have come out mm -hmm. that world works like, yeah, pretty good. Absolutely, like it's it's a perfect world to put stuff in because there's different nations that all the different tribes are from, and yeah, like the the tribal factions in themselves are very cool and unique. And then the fact that there's you know a dark lord kind of in mm -hmm. this, it's 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 rife with fantasy tropes that are just perfect for a tabletop playing game. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see this come out. Um, you ready to? Roll these dice. Uh, I'm ready to put my mask on. Yeah, keep it on. All right, guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. That's what we came to Podcast Movement for. That's what we're here for. And that is the best way we can do it. Truly, that's what we've learned in every single class. They're like, all you need is word of mouth. Yes, yeah, so please tell your friends how much you enjoy us. If you do enjoy us that much, just try to get... One other person to listen to it. Force an earbud right in there. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. Because also, we release weekly every Monday. It is a feat. It is. Apparently. Yeah. We've been telling everybody we meet. We released every single Monday. Never missed an episode. And people are like, holy shit. Oh my god. And like, are you for real? the two of you? I mean, I've said that I'm proud of it. But I'm very proud of that now. Yeah. Like, extremely proud. And we will never miss an episode for you guys. That's the MTOP guarantee. Exactly. Uh, and also, if you have a second, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It is the gold standard of podcasts, and that would help branch us out, get noticed, get seen by more people, and we can bring so many more people into this loving community. Yes. And while you're out there on the internet, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP. And remember, that stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We're everywhere, guys. And we want to say a quick thank you, of course, to our patrons for supporting us. You guys mean the world to us. You keep the show going. We do yes. this for the people who want to hear it. While you're thinking about us... If you don't want to support us in the money way, you can support us in the emotional way by sending an email to yimtope at gmail.com. Send us anything you want to talk about. Send us a new topic that you want us to go through. Send us a movie or a TV show or a video game that you want us to review. Tell us what's on your mind. Just send us hi. Send us we hi. We like it when people say hi. <laughs> we want your <laughs> listener mail. 
And, as always, our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. The best theme song of all time. It's the best. So good. I think about that song all the time. Every day. I think about Farage all the time. And all the great work he's doing on YouTube. Please go check out his music. Show him some love. And, as always, thanks for listening. And tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How many more seasons of South Park will there be? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. I just wanted to say that I just saw a billboard that said, use the rod on your children to save their life. I think... (laughs) (laughs) I think it was an advertisement for beating your children, but I can't be sure it was. (laughs) 